Happy Monday, everyone. I am so happy to be here with y'all today to kick off this week with you. I'm excited. You know, this past weekend, we had such a great weekend. We were so blessed to have our son, Jeremy, come visit us for the weekend so that he could be here to celebrate our granddaughter's second birthday. Can you believe that? Can you believe that she's already going to be two? That's right. On the 11th, she will officially be two years old. That's crazy, right? I look at her and I think like, man, where did all the time go? I mean, I remember raising our boys and celebrating their second birthdays. And now here we were facing our little grandbaby's second birthday party. That's right. And it was fun. She had a Minnie Mouse theme party. Everybody came and had a great time. And although she was a little bit under the weather, I mean, she just had the best time ever. And I was just so happy to be there to celebrate with her. But when I was looking around and I was thinking about how, where we were exactly one year ago this time, that was the time that I was so sick that I could not walk, that I was in so much pain. And I had already agreed to make the birthday cake. I had offered to make Bella's first birthday cake. I was so excited. It had been on my heart for so long. This was all I wanted to do. And unfortunately, on that week, I could no longer walk. I was in so much pain. And the best that I could do was to make the cake topper for her, which was a little fondant bunny rabbit. I'll never forget. I would lay in bed and on my good moments, I would lay there just trying to put this fondant rabbit together and just to create the vision that I had in my heart for her. But when this year came along, I was so thankful to God that I was able to not only make her birthday cake, but I was able to also help out with doing other things, making treats and desserts, and just helping my daughter-in-law and my son to be able to, you know, coordinate this birthday party and make it extra special for our granddaughter. You know, and all I kept saying was, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Anytime I felt discomfort in my back, I would just profess that I was healed and I was strong. And I would sit there and I would just thank God over and over for strength, for healing, for a healthy body, a healthy spine. I was choosing my words carefully anytime I felt discomfort while I was making her cake. Because, yeah, it was some hard work for me for not having done it in quite some time. So the words that I chose to use were words that were literally not just encouraging me, but I was speaking life into my body. That's right. I was speaking life into my body. And that's what we're going to talk about. Today, we're going to talk about choose your words. That's the topic today. Choose your words. You know that the words that you choose to start your day off with can literally set the pace for the rest of the day. The words that you choose to speak over your children can literally set everything in motion for their future. So the words that we choose today, the words we choose every day when we speak really do matter. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I hope you'll join me this morning as we talk about how we have to choose our words. So the topic, choose your words. Talk to y'all soon. Hey guys, so we're talking about choosing our words. So the topic is called, titled, I should say, is choose your words. How many times have you moms and dads sat there with your child and said, choose your words, choose your words carefully, watch what you say, watch how you talk to adults, 
Watch how you talk to your friends. But how often do we actually sit there and tell somebody, choose your words when you speak over yourself, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. The importance of choosing the right words when we speak over ourselves, okay? Because what we say about ourselves when we look in the mirror or when we're feeling, you know, a certain kind of way, the words that we speak to ourselves really set the tone for the day. They set the tone for, you know, that week. It just depends on what is it that you're speaking over yourself. When we sit there and uh, we declare things, if we're declaring the right things over our lives instead of the wrong things, like if, if we say, you know what, I decree and I declare that I will be healthy and strong. I decree that I am healthy and strong. I decree, decree and declare that I am the head and not the tail. We're professing something positive over our lives, right? But when we sit there and we say things like, oh, I'm such an idiot. I'm never going to figure this out. I'm going to be broke for the rest of my life. Even if we say that jokingly, do you know that those words carry major weight in your life? Because the words that you're speaking are embedded into your mind. Your mind sits there just like a child that sits there and, you know, like I look at my granddaughter, Bella. Anything that she hears us say, that girl is like a sponge right now and she just absorbs it all. She doesn't even have to be in the same room with us. She could be in the next room and hear something and then you hear her walking around the house speaking those same words. So just like that, imagine, imagine you that you're sitting there, you're just throwing those words out into the atmosphere. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Oh, I'm never going to get that promotion. Oh, uh, I'll never meet the right guy. Oh, you know what? I'm never going to have children. I'm never going to find that house. I'm never going to be debt free. If you sit there, you say it enough times. Guess what? You're right. It's never going to happen. Why? Because you have essentially set the tone with that negative attitude and you've created a negative atmosphere and all you're drawing in is negativity. When we look in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs is filled with so many scriptures that remind us of how important it is to choose our words. Proverbs 16, 24 says, pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. How great is that? Sweetness to the soul. You see, your words affect your soul just the way they affect your mind. Proverbs 15, 1 says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stir up anger. How often have you sat with somebody that in their response, it always seemed like they're angry, like, like they, they respond like in a negative tone. They respond like real harsh to you. So what does that make you feel like confrontational? Does that make you feel upset, angry, agitated? But when we choose to use the right words and we stop and we really think about what we're going to say before we say it, we don't realize the impact that it has with the other person that's receiving it. You see how you choose to speak to others. You have to remember how they're going to receive what you just said. Now, I don't know too many people that are going to sit there and receive a positive, encouraging word and receive it in a negative way. 
Think about that. But I can guarantee you there are more people that are going to receive a negative attitude, a negative comment, a negative discouraging word. They're going to respond in a negative way, right? Because that's just the way we're programmed. We're quick to be defensive when somebody offends us. But when somebody sits there and says something polite to us, is kind to us, says something that's just so sweet that comes out of their mouth, what does it do? It makes you feel good, right? My mom was just telling me today how, you know, sometimes you have to use reverse psychology. She's right. How many psychologists do you know that do that? That instead they turn it around they use reverse psychology and instead of focusing on the negative side, they sit there and they look for something positive and use that to draw your attention to the positive points, right? So that's what we want to do. We want to have that same attitude towards ourselves. We want to have that same attitude that we're speaking and professing these positive words over ourselves. Jeremiah 1.5 is a great scripture that you can speak over yourself every day. It says, before you were born, I set you apart. Well, if you walk around and you say, Jeremiah 1, 5, I've been set apart even before I was born. Decree and you declare that every day before I was even born, I was set apart. That is the kind of attitude that you have to have if you want to see a shift, a change in your life. If you're constantly seeing the same results over and over again, guess what? You need to change your plan of action. That's what you have to do. And oftentimes, it's what we say over ourselves that matters. What we declare over our lives matters because it speaks life over us. In uh, Proverbs seventeen twenty two, it says a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Well, guess what? You will crush your spirit if you speak negativity over yourself. But a cheerful heart, it's good medicine for your body. Think about that. A cheerful heart, it's good medicine for your body, right? So imagine if you speak cheerful, joyful words, encouragement over yourself. Even when you're sick, even when you're in pain, even when you're in distress, even when the circumstance you're facing today is not what you were hoping for. But just imagine, instead of focusing on the negative circumstance, on the discouraging outcome that right now you're foreseeing, it hasn't happened. But in your mind, you've already calculated this is the negative thing that's about to happen, right? You've chosen these words that are in a negative tone, but if you shift it, if you shift it, just imagine how much healthier your body would be. I I have seen people that have been so sick, okay, that have driven themselves so sick, but every time you speak to them, all you hear is negative words. Oh, you know, I've been sick since for so many years. I'm just going to die sick like this. I'm never going to get healthy. Well, yeah, if you continue to speak like that over yourself, you're just declaring sickness over your body. So you have the choice every day to wake up and choose what you want to say over yourself. You can look in the mirror and you can say, I am beautiful. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You can look in the mirror and you can say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Even in your weakest moments, I remember I couldn't walk. A year ago this time, I could not walk. 
It hurt so bad to stand on my two feet. My son would hold me up on one side and I would lean my hand on the other side of the couch. This was after surgery, after surgery in my lower spine. And I remember that I could barely walk. I was in so much pain. My legs were just shaking. My body was quivering with pain. And I remember that he would hold me up and he would say, Mom, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say it, Mom. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And he was right. Do you know that that became my mantra? That became the, the word, the scripture that I would say over and over anytime I was walking and in so much pain. Even in my pain and distress, I would say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And guess what? What used to be so painful to walk one time, just literally, I'm not joking. I would grab one end of the couch, walk behind the couch, get to the other end, turn around and come back. And that was the hardest thing for me to do. Before I knew it, I was doing it two times. Next thing you knew, I was walking clear across the living room without supporting myself on a couch, just with my cane. Pretty soon after that, I was walking without the cane and I was able to stand in the shower on my own. I was able to take a walk down the street with my granddaughter, pushing the stroller, just me and her. When I look at how those words that I was saying over myself, I had even written scriptures down. Scriptures that I was reading to myself of healing. Scriptures that I was declaring over myself. I would say, I would say, uh, Jeremiah seventeen fourteen, heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me and I will be saved for you are the one I praise. I would walk around and I would say, God, your word says in Jeremiah seventeen fourteen, if I call on you and I say, heal me, Lord, I am healed. Therefore, I am healed right now in the name of Jesus. And I would walk around like that in all this pain. Or I would lay there in bed when I couldn't move. And I would say, you're my strength, you're my shield, you're my protector. Instead of sitting there and, and crying and complaining about what the situation that I was in, I leaned in so hard into God, even in the darkest moments of my life. This week, I encourage you, I encourage you to go out there and speak promises over your life. Take those words that are written in the word of God and declare them over yourself. Ask God to be the one to lead you in all that you do. Ask God to be the one to be your strength, to be your guidance. Watch how much healthier your body and your spirit's going to be when you align everything according to God's word and you start to magnify your faith over your fears, magnify your faith over your circumstance, magnify your faith over your pain. That's exactly how you need to set the tone for this week. From this day forward, decree and declare, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Despite my circumstances, despite what my bank account says, despite how my child's acting, despite what's going on in my marriage, despite what's happening in my career, despite the amount of sales I didn't get last week, I can do all things. When you say it like that, You're no longer creating a limitation in your life. You've literally lifted the limitation that you've placed on your life and that you've placed on God. So I encourage you, go out this week. Look for your scriptures of of declarations over your life, whether it's to be healed. 
You can read Jeremiah 30, 17, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. Repeat that over yourself and decree and declare it that your wounds are healed in Jesus name. You can sit there and you can go pick up books that speak positivity into you. There's the Joel Osteen has a book that says, and I'm looking at it right now because I have it on my desk because I too sit here and decree and declare these things over my life. I have to choose words that are positive, that remind me that God has no limitations. So why am I putting limitations on myself? That book, I Declare, 31 Promises to Speak Over Your Life by Joel Osteen. That's a great book to read, to be able to help you and be able to embrace where you're at right now in your life and to be able to say, you know what, it's okay. I may be here in this position right now, but I'm not going to be here forever. I look at that today. If anybody can be a testament of what that looks like, that's me right now. And if you want to hold on to anything, hold on to that. That one year ago today, I could not walk. Look at me today. Look at me today. Over the weekend, I sat there and I made my granddaughter her Minnie Mouse cake that she wanted. Okay, maybe she didn't know she wanted it, but we wanted it for her. I sat there and I was able to help out and do all these things on top of taking care of my granddaughter. If that's not a blessing in itself, I don't know what is. Today, I went with my husband and we were able to, you know, take care of other things around the house and do things that we wanted to do. And over the weekend, we were able to, you know, go take our son back home. I was able to sit there and not have problems sitting in the, in the truck for too many hours. I had no problems whatsoever. So when I look at where we're at in our lives and I look at where I'm at today, I'm just so excited to see how, although I was in a bad situation, I look at where I'm at today and I'm like, wow, that was just a temporary season. It was painful. It was excruciating. There were nights that it felt like they were endless nights of pain. It felt like a time sometimes like, man, this is never going to go away. But instead of sitting there and focusing on this is never going to go away, I had to choose my words carefully and stand in a place of faith instead. Speak faith over myself. So go out this week. Speak faith over yourself. Speak speak and profess and declare over those cells. Speak and decree over those hours that you're hoping for. That overtime that you want, declare that overtime. That new house that you want, start declaring over that house. Your finances, start decreeing and declaring that you are the head and not the tail. You are a lender, no longer a borrower. Start with your words and choose your words. I love you guys and I pray that you have an exceptional week, a week filled with abundance, a week filled with favor and go out and be a blessing to somebody today. Go out, be a blessing, whether it be something small that you do to show appreciation to somebody or simply those words that say thank you or you did an amazing job. Whatever it is, be a blessing to someone. I love you guys. Talk to y'all soon. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you again for joining me here at Living Encouraged. This is Eileen Bocanegra, and I'm just so happy that you spent this Monday morning with us here at Living Encouraged. I want to share one last scripture with you, and that's Ephesians 4:29. It says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. 
you know what I love about the scripture is that it's just a quick reminder that we do always have to be cautious with the words that we share with others what we speak to others is so important and vital because we can easily break somebody down if we choose not to use the right words so I encourage you to be a word of encouragement to somebody today but also it reminds us that we must be very careful in the words that we choose to speak over ourselves Choose words that build you up. Choose words of faith. Choose words of encouragement and inspiration over yourself because you are listening very carefully to every word that's coming out of your mouth. It's being embedded in your mind and your spirit and your soul. So choose your words carefully. Love on yourself. Be nurturing to yourself so that you can grow and grow in your faith, grow in strength and grow in every area of your life. I love you guys and I look forward to talking to, talking to y'all soon. And be sure to visit us at www.livingencouraged.org.